Hey there, you're listening to the Not So Breakfast Show with Sasha Endish. Today on the show, we are looking at the topic of productivity. We want to look at tips and tricks to make you more productive, but more than that, we want to explore your energy levels and when you are best to do certain tasks at certain times of the day. I also need to figure out why Sasha keeps asking if I've had a shower today. I don't know. Did you shower today? Yes, I did, Sasha. Yes, there we go. Winning. Did you shower yesterday? Uh, Yes, I did, Sasha. And might you shower tomorrow? (laughs) You know what? I am going to shower tomorrow, Sasha. Super clean freak. This is awesome. Why she's hating on everybody that gets up at 4.30 in the morning. To be able to share that with everyone, because sharing is caring. Yeah, okay, yes, sharing is caring, but if you want to tell us about how you get up at 4.30, uh, we don't care. You've picked the wrong show. This is not the show for you. Keep that early rising stuff to yourself. Of course, there'll be knowledge bombs as always, and maybe a dad joke this week. All right, so that's the show. Let's get into it. Okay, welcome to the Not So Breakfast show this morning, and uh, I say this morning, it could be the morning. It might be the afternoon. But anyway, Sasha, how are you this morning? I'm doing so good. Somewhere in the world, it is the morning right now. And if it's your morning, good morning to you. Okay, so today on the show, we're looking at a topic that I'm quite passionate about. And it's really the area of motivation, right? How do we stay motivated? How do we stay on top of our game? How do we bring our best to be able to do our best work with purpose, on purpose, and all those catchphrases that we have? Because I think there's some tips and tricks and strategies that we could discuss that allow you to start to strategically look at maybe your week and start to look at when you are at your best to maybe do certain tasks and also maybe where some of your stress is coming from in your week and is that as a result affecting performance in other areas of your work or whatever it is that you want to do. So maybe we just kick off kind of going through some tips and tricks of things that we've picked up. Yes, let's do that. I reckon the trick with motivation is it's super easy to look at people around us who are obviously motivated and positive and up people and presume that that's a disposition they have. Mm. Oh, it's easy for them. They're a motivated person. And as I've kind of moved through my adult personal and professional life, really had to think a bit harder about what separates people who have more get up and go, more drive, uh, the ability to continue and persevere when perhaps others don't. So I've done a bunch of reading around that and then also just explored some stuff uh, myself to how can I stay motivated to do things that need to be done even when they are the very last thing I want Mm. to do. Yeah, because I often find that I'm more focused at certain times of the day than other times of the day. Like I quite like getting up early and during that time, I tend to choose specific tasks that I know I'm going to be better at. So if I have to read something that involves understanding it in detail or having to write something, I will tend to do that in the morning. Because if I try to do it later in the day or in the evening, it takes me three times as long as it would have done in the morning. Yeah, so I think what you have absolutely nailed is the whole self-awareness. So first principles, right? If you want to lead yourself, you have to know yourself. You have to notice what are the times that things go super easy for you in the day. Tasks become less mundane. 
uh, when are the times that you find things hard? And sometimes that's to do with your diurnal clock, the, you know, what time of the day or night is it? Sometimes it's to do with the environment you're in. Mm. Do you work better in noisy environments to get a buzz from that? Are you better when it's quiet? Are there some people that if you can look at them, it physically makes you sick at that time? <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Kidding, but not really. But you, you're right, right? Because there is some things that you can orchestrate and control, and then there's some things that might be outside of your control, and you may have to be with that person that is a little bit more frustrating to deal with or on that task that you're not finding. Yeah, that's quite a, as much it, it's a great clarification you're making. I don't mean how they look makes you physically <laughs> ill. I mean that they are a reminder of something that means you're not your best, you're not performing at your best because they bring kind of negative juju uh, into your workplace. Yeah. I know, you know, when you look at productivity and you look at high performance, a lot of um, people who excel in that space often have some sort of morning routine, right? They kind of charge themselves up. And I think whether you want to go that far or whether you just kind of recognize that some of your morning routines now might not be winding you up in the way that you need. So you might be getting up and the first thing you're on is social media or you're checking your emails on your phone and suddenly you get some distraction that is stopping you from getting to tasks quicker. Uh, I'm quite enjoying the commute into work at the moment because I'm using that time to get back into podcasts and audiobooks. And so by the time I'm actually in the office, I'm pumped, right? I'm ready to do some creative work. Whereas if I know I just listen to the radio, it's like chewing gum for my brain. It gives it something to do, but it's not really, it's not helping me with any potential drive. Chewing gum's not nutritious, is it? <laughs> chewing gum is not, and then you swallow it. And isn't it in your stomach for seven years or some urban myth? Then it grows a tree, a gum tree. <laughs> Quality dad jokes coming from me this morning. That is humour right there. The interesting tension that I have, if I'm real about this, is I've read all the books, the tools of titans, the peak performance for people who want to bust through barriers. And so many people advocate having this morning ritual. So if you just get up at 4.30 a.m. and have your lemon and your hot water and then you meditate for half an hour and then you do 40 minutes of cardio followed by some stretching and a little bit of isometric work to get your body into peak physical condition, set your intention for the day, be really deliberate about what it is that you want to achieve. Look at your vision wall to remind yourself of what it is that you are aspiring to do and who you want to be. And intellectually, I get that. And certainly the academic research points to lots of things that we can do habitually and physically to change our mindset. So I get that that stuff works. But I also get that I'm a wrung out, busy, overtired, stressed person who I don't know that getting up at 4.30 is going to be the answer for me. So I'm looking for shortcuts all the time. So mm. what small things can I introduce into my daily routine that set me up for success that feel more achievable than a ritualized thing that might take up realistically too much time? If my alarm goes off at 4.30, that disrupts my marriage. And I want to stay <laughs> married, right? That's that's the reality. Uh, you know, 
for, for us. So I'm always looking for things that are small, shorter, sharper bursts that then become more sustainable. And I love this idea that, I don't know, did you shower today? Yes, I did, Sasha. Yes, there we go, winning. Did you shower yesterday? Uh, yes, I did, Sasha. And might you shower tomorrow? <laughs> you know what? I am going to shower tomorrow, Sasha. Super clean freak. This is awesome. But so often people treat motivation not like a shower. Mm. So they say, oh, I listened to Tony Robbins once uh, and I was motivated for a while, but it didn't last. As if motivation is something that you do once a year, mm. right? You get You get your dose once a year. And yet we wash every day. Because it doesn't last. That shit doesn't last. Showers are not just for now. And so if I if I keep that in mind and I go, I'm going to wash every day, I eat every day, I also need to refresh and recharge every day mm. to get myself into a state that I can be at my best. So I've always been looking for little stuff, little stuff that's workable. You know, I think sometimes we look at the people that are doing the huge routines and they come, well, if I'm not doing that, I'm obviously not going to get anywhere. But it's actually recognizing what, works for you and comparison is the death of high performance like if you are always going to compare yourself to what somebody else's routine is you'll always be frustrated or found wanting whereas I think if you can recognize what works for you now I know audio input works really well for me reading does not so if I'm going to sit down and read a book in the morning because I've heard that the CEOs read one book a week and all of that kind of pressure that's not going to work for me because I literally, my brain just starts shutting down as soon as I start reading in that way. Whereas if I'm reading in the evening, it actually helps my brain shut down and helps me go to sleep. But in the morning, listening to audio or listening to um, motivational music or things that build me up and pump me up is more likely to get me on track faster than not. I also know that actually exercise in the morning doesn't work for me. Like I'm lunchtime guy. I actually don't want to throw my best hours of creativity and productivity away to movement and reading because that's what somebody said I should do. I want to build myself up, use my commute that is 30 minutes to listen to some material that will be on a topic maybe for what I'm heading into, hit the ground running, do two hours of high productivity work, move into a bit of meetings or relationship building with my team and then do my workout because that's when it's best for me. And I think that I've started to recognize that and build that in and learn what my routine and my rhythms are, just as you've learned what your routines and your rhythms are. Yeah. And I think that's so critical to understand that everyone is different. So yes, you want to get some of these habits built. And the reason we want them to be a habit is because it sets us up on a daily basis. It's that recognition that uh, I always say, it comes a quote from the Bible, it says, mercy comes with the morning. So you can have a shit day, you go to bed, you might have trouble sleeping, but that sun comes up afresh the next day and you get to start again. So this idea of doing some stuff every day, I think is really healthy uh, and good. And ironically for me, um, because I do, like you, I shower, okay, I shower <laughs> most days, to be fair. I shower most days. So I actually use some of my time in the shower when the water's running over me to think about what's the most important thing for me to do that day. And also I ask myself, who do I need to be for the people around me? And this has transformed two areas of my life. One is when I go into my workplace. I don't always work physically with my team. Sometimes I'm working from home or in a different location. 
And I used to, when I saw people, if I hadn't seen them for a couple of weeks, I would be so excited to see them. I'll just kind of spew out all the stuff that had been going on for me. I'm so pleased to see you guys because I've been having such a hard time and this has been a bit shit and can you help me with this? And what I realized is that I was just dumping on them all the thoughts that I'd had over the past two weeks. And when I brought some intention to it, I thought, what do my team need from me Mm. and who should I be? And it was absolutely not that whirlwind of here she comes to disrupt everything. And so I've created a gap now before I go into the office on those mornings. I'll be in the shower and I think, who do I need to be? Do my team need a bit of a tonk up this morning? Do they need encouragement? Uh, Do they need a listening ear? Is today the day I need to go in and ask some better questions? Mm. That's the first area of my life that it's literally transformed. And the other area is my parenting. Because just to get the family out the door in the morning usually <laughs> involves a bit of yelling, right? A little bit of little bit of screaming, a little bit of come on, get, and I'm rushing yep. everybody to get out the door. And so that time in the shower, I go, actually, who do my kids need me to be this morning? And they need me most days to be calm and encouraging and thoughtful and respectful and send them off out to school in a really good state, not kind of harassed because I've been at them for all Mm. the stuff that needs to be done. Yeah, and that's sometimes just recognising the task that needs to be done and then what state do I need to be in to do this task correctly and what's a good way for me to execute on that. And if we use something like exercise, for example, most people don't like exercise because exercise is hard and it's difficult and it's hard to put in, but we would all acknowledge that it's something that if we do it is good for us and you know, I've never met someone after a workout that just goes, I just wish I never did the workout. Like there, there is a, a payback that you get from that. So now if you kind of think, well, if it's important and I want to put exercise into my week, you need to do it in a way that works for you. And that may not be every day. It might be three times per week, something like that. It might be for 30 minutes. It might be a walk. It might be a group fitness class. It's something that works for you that gets it in at a time of the day that works for you. It's not trying to compare to what someone else is doing or trying to achieve something that's unattainable or trying to get them gains in a stomach like a cheese grater all the time. It's like, what is the purpose behind the exercise? We'll be right back. Do you spend too much time planning out and then freaking out about your upcoming presentations? Then the 30-minute presenter program is for you. With our audio-based training program, you can literally learn the art of presenting while walking, driving, or even in the bath. Imagine Sasha and I right there with you. Well, not in the bath, but in your ears, unpacking our 40 years of combined experience in this impactful upskill. Learn to craft messages that matter, engage an audience, and overcome those nerves. So join the 30-minute presenter program. The link is in the show notes. Get started today. Stomach like a cheese grater. Your stomach is an internal organ that processes your food. Yeah. And exercise actually teaches your brain that your behavior matters. And so you will, when you start to do something, and that's why I'm, I'm always like, you know, head of fitness for Les Mills, and I'm saying, do something you enjoy. Anything is better than nothing. It doesn't have to be high-intensity training. You know, it's about picking a, a moment to 
move, to stretch, to do something that is good for you physically that will help you mentally, but slot it in at a time where it's appropriate and don't throw away your best time of the day to things that actually would be better done somewhere else. I love that idea of asking yourself, when am I at my best Mm. and who gets me at my best? Yeah. And I think what we find in our um, home lives a lot of the time is where we spend time with the people we love the most is when we are at our worst. So we're all frantically trying to get out the door in the morning. And then by the time we regroup in the evening, people are shattered. We're done. We've had enough. My message here is not keep the kids home from school because that's the time that we can all hang out together, but just to recognize and and lower our expectations sometimes of how everyone's going to be for that first half hour. I think we're seeing a return to like the 1950s where it used to be that if I was the wifey, then I'd have, you know, hubby's drink on the mantelpiece and he'd have (laughs) half an hour of alone time before he came to see the kids. We laugh at that, but in actual fact, there's something in it. And if your kids need to come home and just have a bit of screen time after school because they've been away from it all day, that's cool. Everybody should get to do the thing that they Mm. need to do to decompress and then be better for each other. Yeah, I love that statement, being a success at work, but a failure at home is a cop-out. Really, you know, sometimes we bring our worst self home to the people that mean the most and our best self to that work environment, which is exactly what you're talking about. So it's how do we get that balance and that integration and be at our best all of the time. If I was to give you a task like, Sasha, I need you to do some writing for me and I kind of need this article done, instinctively, where would you put that in your day and how would you prioritise that? I'm going to do it at night. I'm going to do it where everything else is done for the day. So everyone in my family is fed and watered and they're off doing the things that they need to do in the evening. All of my people work is done. I've answered all the emails and I've got the headspace to say, say 8 p.m. till 10.30 p.m. I've got two and a half hours that I can really just let this stuff out. That's great. And if I was to receive the same project for me, the first thing I do is it gets an allocated time in my diary of around two hours or whatever it would take. And it goes first thing in the morning. So it's the 6 a.m. task before anything else because that's when I'm at my clearest. And yet if you were to try to do the writing in the morning and I was trying to do the writing in the evening, it would just it just takes too long, right? <laughs> I'm just thinking of myself in the morning, like trying to unpeel my top eyelash from my bottom <laughs> eyelash to even see my screen at 6 a.m. Yeah. So even within that awareness piece for a lot of people, it's look at your week. And actually map your energy levels and your productivity levels and when you are better at detail and when you are better at relationship stuff and when you are best to be having meetings and try to plan those chunks and those tasks into the correct area. Because sometimes you'll find that you free up time and free up mental space by actually having the right thing in the right place as opposed to what some people do, which is have a huge to-do list and then just try to get through it. So I reckon if I summarise what you've just said, work out the times that you are good at doing particular tasks and try and plan your week around that. Get some daily rituals, particularly in the morning, that just set you up. 
but that are also sustainable and achievable. Maybe it's that you set your intentions in the shower, that you use your commute time wisely, and that you understand what builds momentum and motivation within you. Mm. And I think that you're also saying we should wash a lot. <laughs> yeah, we need to be clean. clean we need is, to be clean. Clean is good. Okay, when we ever talk about Netflix, I like a little bit of Netflix, just a little bit. And we talked about last week I was watching Cobra Kai. So, Sasha, you're dabbling into Netflix at the moment. Yes, I am. I am the queen of Netflix and chill. At least I used to be until I, like, Googled and found out what Netflix and chill meant. And I went, oh, honey. I said to my husband, honey, we're getting really good at the Netflix thing, but we're missing the chill bit. Uh, he was delighted with that feedback. We are literally chilling out while we watch Netflix, and we've come across the playbook. So the playbook is a series of interviews with top coaches from around the world, and it's amazing to listen to these coaches talk about high-performing teams and what they're doing to build culture. I reckon it's going to be really useful for a bunch of people. Nice. Okay, it's time for Life Hack of the Week. And while we're on the topic of productivity, why don't we do a life hack around productivity? And I'm going to talk about work sprints. Now, work sprints is where you do a focused piece of work for a specific length of time. So it might be that you're going to dedicate your energy and effort uninterrupted for 30 minutes on one specific piece of work. And sometimes we'll see this in nature, right? You'll have a lioness and she'll be out in the jungle hanging out. Is that what you do? You hang out in the jungle. In the savannah. In the savannah, hanging out just in the sun, relaxing. Then there's the gazelle and it's on. But she's going to wait until a specific moment to put all her energy and focus into it. It's a work sprint. She's going to get it. She's going to nail it. She's going to eat it. Then she's going to go sleep for another week. That's the focus. It's your ability to be able to take focused energy and dedicate it to something for an amount of time and then pull out rather than kind of go, I'm going to stick at it till it's done. It's I'm going to give it 20 minutes now or I'm going to give it 30 minutes and then I'm going to give it a little bit more time later on. And it gives you a chance uh, to stay on pace with a little bit more intention. So love it. Okay, let's go over a couple of things we learned this week. I learned something new this week. I learned a new word. I don't even know if it's a word, but I love it as a word. And it's expectation. And expectation is when you text someone and they are texting you back and you just see the three dots flashing. Oh, I hate that. I know. And you're like, are they going to text me? Are they not going to text me? Then nothing happens, right? <laughs> and then you're like, <laughs> they change their mind. They change their mind. <laughs> so, yeah, three dots, expectation. What about Excellent. you? Did you learn something this week, Sash? Well, I'm just starting to think about how that applies to sexpectation. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, are we, are we, are we doing this? What? Oh, we're, we're literally chilling, right? Netflix and chill, okay, <laughs> good. I, got a, I learned a new word this week too, contumacious. So contumacious is somebody who has a flagrant disregard for authority. And I taught my family this, thinking this would be a good idea. And in discussion with my daughter, when I said, oh, honey, you're just pushing back. She said, I know, I'm contumacious. 
Okay, so that is it for the Not So Breakfast Show for this week. And why not share your productivity tips? If you've got a productivity tip or a motivation tip that keeps you pumped, look us up on Instagram, drop us a DM. We would love to be able to share that with everyone because sharing is caring. Yeah, okay, yes, sharing is caring. But if you want to tell us about how you get up at 4.30, uh, we don't care. You've picked <laughs> the wrong show. This is not the show for you. Keep that early rising stuff to yourself. Show off. <laughs> We're sleeping in here. Okay, chat soon.